Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture, and it's a sad day in the world. Uh, Brittany, your thoughts on the events of the day? It's really, I wanted to actually just devote this whole podcast to um, HRH, the queen, who is now deceased. Yeah, and I said it's a sad day. I guess you're listening. This was actually yesterday. Where yes. You're not repeating the deja vu. Right. Um, right. But it's it's sad to me. It happened very fast. Like, I know she's 96. I know she was 96. Right. But it also felt like it happened very fast. Well, two days ago, she was meeting with the new prime minister. Right. How do you how do you bounce back from that? Like literally, the first thing that happened when you become PM is the Queen of seventy years dies I on know. your watch. Like, is there anything worse than that? I know she's going to be like a maybe trivia Hog- question. Maybe like Hogwarts blowing up or yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's Austin tough. Powers dying. Is he still a really big deal over there? Uh, was he ever a big deal over there? <laughs> I, I feel like did we like. Did we just totally appropriate, you know, 60s British culture with that movie? I don't know. Who can say? Um, yeah, I saw a clip of a documentary between, uh, well, not between, but with the Queen and David Attenborough mm-hmm. in which they were just walking and talking. I'm like, oh, my gosh, where's Maggie Smith? Like, can we get the third? That's who we need to watch now and protect with yeah, all of our hearts is Maggie Smith. That is true. So you, I mean, so it's a tough, it's a tough day. Um, it, it's interesting you mentioned like it happened so quick. That's what you know. Some of my students today were like, "Did she was she sick or like?" I was like, "It's ninety six. Like, I don't yeah. think you need an excuse. I think right? it does happen fast. You don't need when a doctor. 96. You don't need a doctor's note when you're ninety six. I mean, I feel like that's a good like. Yeah. And I don't know what that age is when you cross the barrier and it's like, oh, they're they're old. This is acceptable. I don't know what mm-hmm. that age is. I don't want to mention that. That kind of brings the vibe down here. So we're not about that. We're about good vibes here, oh, right? Okay, we are. We're about good vibes. All right. Well, uh, starting with the death of a monarch is not. I feel like great we have vibe. to address it. It's true. So it's if true. if there is a Queen Elizabeth of the SEC, who would it be? I mean, it'd be Terry Saban. Oh well, yeah, that's true. I, I was actually thinking of the coaches, but oh, okay. you actually thought of. Of the ladies. Um, I mean, that would be Nick Saban, yeah. I would think so. Or Stetson Bennett the sixth. Uh, oh, okay. Since he's been around for so long. Yes. Um, so, in any case, yeah, that's where we are. Week two, we're here. We survived week one. Everybody's got hot takes. Everywhere you listen, everybody's got hot takes about week one. What was your hottest take from week one? Because uh, we were on fire Monday night when I we know. recorded. I'm Many sorry, people are y'all. saying that that was the most <laughs> exhilarating podcast we ever did. So it, what, what? It was not. Well, so what were your hot takes from week one? Um, I the more I think about it, the more I am I'm on the Florida train. Oh which my gosh! I hate stop, that. Stop. I hate saying stop. that. But gosh, I I might if I mean you were gonna do bets later. And Betting with Brittany is returning. I might I might put a lot of money on them. Okay, a when the state of Georgia. So you cannot gamble on on sports. Listen, you keep legally. telling me that, but then you're telling me that what I'm doing is not illegal because I don't have a bookie. Well, you remember? just said you just said you're going to put a lot of money. Please don't. Okay, <laughs> I don't know where this money's coming from. Don't put it on Florida. They're playing Kentucky. We'll talk about that game. Oh my gosh. Anyway, hot takes. Everyone says Florida's awesome. We'll see. Everyone is saying that LSU and Brian Kelly won't work. We'll see. Did you see that uh, presser? Oh, did I? Did I? Where he is lecturing the reporter for getting there late. 
First of all, Brian Kelly, you are not Southern, so you cannot lecture anyone on anything until you've lived there for, what, five years? Oh, okay. And I feel like I'm almost there. I'm getting to the point where I can lecture, right? <laughs> okay. I've been here almost four, almost five years. Anyway, lectures this reporter, and she claps back and says, well, if you win, I'll be on time. Oh, man. Like, what did you think of that? Well, I didn't get that he was lecturing her. I thought she, oh. like, I thought he, like, she just said that out of the blue, and I thought that was really weird. And like, but that makes sense now. Yeah. And you can't tell with him if he's joking or not, because I don't believe he has a sense of humor. Mm. Not sure it's there. Well, seeing the way he dances, I don't think he has a sense of humor. Well, that's true. And it's sad because, you know, we just had Coach O, who is like sense of humor personified. Did you hear what he said this week? Mm -mm. So maybe we can link these in the show notes. Okay. (laughs) Maybe you can actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Um, but he was talking about a, uh, he was at a, um, uh, a Little Rock, like, touchdown club or quarterback club or something for, like, local people, and he was talking about, like, how the AD at LSU came to see him at the end of last year, and he's like, the AD's like, well, it's not looking good, right? Things are not going well, and <laughs> he said, we got to let you go, but we're going to make sure that you have, you know, such and such million dollars here at the end of the contract. And Ed Orgeron goes, what door you want me to go out of, buddy? <laughs> you know, he's he was, like, yeah. you know how he does. So yeah. uh, it was a good story. Uh, the show notes, I'm sure we'll take care of you for that. Yes. Clip. I'll put that one. Make okay. a note of that so okay. I don't forget. Can you make a note of that? Okay. No, I'm serious. Like, oh, write it okay. down. <laughs> we don't have an intern here. What were you doing? Like you were hitting <laughs> I your... you were, wanted me to just pretend. I would like you to write it down. What am I writing down? Orgeron? Ed Orgeron's speech at... Uh, I Just write Orgeron. I'll take care of it. I just wrote Oregon. Well, <laughs> the, the ducks. Uh, it's it's going to be better than Monday. I promise. Well, I'm I think we're already off more, to a better start. I'm a little bit more with it. Off to a better start. Uh, Oregon speech. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's written in green, too. It so. is. Did you see? Very fancy. I, okay, I'm bouncing around, so I won't bounce around. I'll put that. Where are we going next? I don't know. You tell okay, me. Okay. Well, I was gonna say, did you see? I saw. Um, speaking of green ducks, Oregon, Georgia. That's where my brain went. That um, there were some Georgia fans that brought bread to the to like tailgating, and they were throwing it at Oregon fans. <laughs> they were feeding the ducks. <laughs> it was really funny to me. <laughs> They just were like sitting in their chairs, just throwing like little pieces of red sauce. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's really good. It was brilliant. I was like, gosh, I just, why can't I think of these things? Just, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's great. I love that. I okay. Know, me too. So we got some good games this week. Um, I don't know if the schedule's as good. Um, yes, I think it's better. Oh, you think it's better? I do. Okay. Week two, I like week two. Why is that? Because I feel like, you know, like the 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 bubble has burst a little bit because the season started, right? Okay. And then usually week two we get more SEC games. That's true. We and do have you, some. And everybody has an opinion about their team. Yes. You know, and so it's 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 either going to, like, confirm their opinion or not, and people get really antsy, and I like it. Yeah, I feel like we only have – I think there's only one SEC matchup, uh, and that's the uh, – Two. Other two? Yeah. South Carolina, Arkansas. Yeah. So what's the other? Oh, yeah. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, yeah. So it, we do have that. And we have some spicy matchups, including at 12 noon, high noon, actually 11 
Central time out there in Austin, future SEC member Texas taking on their future rival, uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. That's right. Who are ranked, uh, uh, checks notes, uh, number one in the country. Uh, so Alabama's a 20-point favorite. I feel like that's the most generous thing I've ever seen yeah. uh, for Texas. Um, Texas in Austin. It is in Austin. Uh, Texas won their first game, I believe, over Louisiana Monroe. Um, they asked Nick Saban this week about the horns down um, symbol. Do you know anything about horns down? Yes. So I remember, like, the the Texas, they do the horns up. Right. 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 And all of their opponents would do horns down. Right. And then the Big Ten was like, you can't. Big 12. Big yeah. 12, yeah. whatever. Um, you can't. <laughs> what are numbers anymore? <laughs> you can't do the horns down that's disrespectful yeah. to Texas. And yes. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. It is kind of ridiculous. Uh, it, it shows kind of how the Big 12 was always in Texas's back pocket yes. basically yes. and uh so yeah the the gesture a couple of years ago you get a 15 yard penalty they asked Saban this week in his press conference about it and he was unaware of what the of what the the symbol was but he said that that would be addressed with the team uh before the game what that they shouldn't do that well yeah you don't want to cost yourself 15 yards oh that's still a thing yeah it's still a thing jeez oh, yeah as far as i know Okay. Yeah, so, well, I mean, teams just don't do it now. Yeah. But it's funny because, uh, so that happens, and, you know, Louisville has L's up, right? Mm -hmm. And Kentucky, and I don't know if anyone else cares enough about Louisville to do this, but when they play Louisville, they'll go L's down, mm -hmm. and that is a very common thing. Uh, Will Levis did it quite a bit in last year's game. Uh, so, anyway, it'll be interesting because I think the Bama players will have a lot of opportunities to give horns down Yes. in this game. I know. I don't know. It's interesting because, you know, a lot of teams have, not a lot, but there's, you know, have hand gestures. And I just feel like right. that's just, you're asking for trouble if you have a hand gesture, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking Florida, right? They have the chomping. But right. I feel like people chomp back at them. Right. And I think that's weird. That oh. Like, you're, like, sometimes it's good, but sometimes it's bad. And it's the same thing. But it's, it's the not same thing. It's not Right. But yeah. I don't know what else you'd do except for making it like Baby Shark. That's what we should do is turn it into Baby Shark. Uh, we should not. Uh, <laughs> one other story I, I found about Horns Down, because this will be something that we deal with in the SEC here soon. Uh, a Texas A&M uh, graduate, this was either this year or maybe a couple years ago, uh, an A&M graduate was scheduled to sing the national anthem at a College World Series baseball game, but they were scratched from the lineup to sing after flashing a horns down at the Women's College World Series a few weeks earlier in a game involving Texas. This is like, it's like you're flashing the bird. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is what, what kind of totalitarian state are we or living in? Like Where a, is my freedom of speech? Or like it's like a satanic symbol. That, I know. Or like crude gesture. Come on. That's hilarious. I want Saban to go meet Sarkeesian, his former OC, out right. in the middle of the field before the game, and just, you know, right in his face, right? Just Sarkeesian drop him right in his face. doesn't care. This seems like this was probably who, Mac Brown, was that who was there before? Uh, well, a long time before. Oh, okay. yeah. Who was there right before? Um, Tom Herman. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any and thoughts on someone before that? No, he was at A&M. It was Charlie oh. Strong. Oh, that's who I'm thinking of. And I think they had another guy. I can't remember. I okay. should know that. Yeah. But, uh, in any case, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh it's 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 going to be I think a a non-competitive game, but also Alabama's band is not making the trip. The oh. the million dollar band. We actually had a little bit of marching band news because the million dollar band 
will not be attending because of seating issues in the stadium. Uh, Texas did not send enough tickets to Alabama for them to seat the band. Mm-hmm. And LSU's band, when LSU played there three years ago, uh, the band sat in the upper deck, which I, I think is – I don't like that when yeah. a band is up top like that. So Is it a small stadium? No. It can't be. It's so not that wh- small. So why are they not doing that? I don't know. Well, horns down to that. Am I going to get <laughs> Don't say that. Gosh, You're going to get 15. Get We're going to have to put an explicit <laughs> on this thing to make sure that that doesn't get caught. Well, let's also remember this game is a rematch of the 2009 National Championship. Oh, wow. You talk about a lifetime ago. I know. Colt McCoy, one of your favorites. I love Colt McCoy. Uh, and it, it, if I believe, if I remember correctly, inspired you to become a Browns fan for about 20 minutes. He did. Back in the day. So, uh uh, there's that. So Bama and Texas, that's at 12 noon. We also have a uh, – I hate how they're putting all the, the good games at the same time. This has been a common pattern, especially for Arkansas, mm-hmm. because, of course, Arkansas last week played opposite Georgia. Now they're playing opposite Alabama. They're hosting the Gamecocks uh, in Sir Big Spur, who's back in action. And this is a bit of a reunion of sorts between Sweet Sam and uh, Sassy Shane. Why is it a reunion? Because they used to coach together at the University of Georgia. Oh yeah. Uh huh. They I actually they actually there. lived in the same neighborhood. Really? Yeah. Oh well, that's nice. So it this is nice. so this is going to be a friendly competition. You think? That's what I think. I think they hope everybody tries hard and everybody gets orange slices at the end. That sounds about on par for South Carolina, Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, there's a, another reunion from it. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood, who's Arkansas's transfer wide receiver from Oklahoma, of course played with Spencer Rattler mm-hmm. uh, at Oklahoma. So there's a bit of a reunion there. So it just seems like a fun time. All right. Um, Arkansas is 16. Yeah, ranked 16? Yeah, they're ranked 16. Fair. Yeah, I think I that think, feels yeah, right. Yeah, I do too. Uh, South Carolina looked a little meh in their opener. They're going to be eager to bounce back and and uh, maybe make a statement here by a close game or even upset. Arkansas favored by eight points. What do you think? Uh, I think it's Arkansas's. Yeah, because it's in Little Rock, in, in right? Fa- in Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Well, I mean, they, they actually, I think they play a game in Little Rock every year. I think there's some years they only play two games, two SEC games in Fayetteville. Yeah. If they're playing in, uh, you know, in Dallas against or whatever Irving or whatever uh, subsidiary of Dallas Fort Worth, uh, the Cowboy Stadium is in, um, and then they're playing, uh, you know, maybe one in Little Rock. So I, I think this is in Fayetteville. Uh, did you hear uh, how uh, Marcus Satterfield, who's South Carolina's offensive coordinator, uh, he mentioned that Spencer Rattler has a superpower. Ooh. So if if you think Spencer Rattler has a superpower, what would you what would you suggest that would be? I wonder if it's chicken related. Why would it be chicken related? I don't know because their mascot. Oh, so can he do the chicken dance? A la Arrested I don't Development. Know. Uh, maybe he can talk to Sir Big Spur. Oh, he can. He's a, a what? what would, chicken whisperer. It's, it's not a parcel tongue. It's a, a poultry tongue. Oh. Mm, look mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. No, actually, the su- is his words, the superpower he has is a lot like, this is Satter- Satterfield's words, uh, the superpower he has is a lot like, and I hate to reference Oklahoma, but those guys, uh, Baker Mayfield, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, I mean, all of them, that's how they played. It's it's their ability to extend plays. Uh, it's not really mayhem scrambling. It's just that he understands time and space and very casually knows how to move out of the pocket. Mm. Very casually. How does, a court, how does a quarterback casually move out of the pocket? I don't know. I can see that. I think there's some quarterbacks that you can tell they get really insecure. They try to throw it too soon. They try to um, – they don't have, like, the – 
the football IQ to be able to casually, I guess, maneuver the ball. Could you say that Rattler slithers out of the pocket? Maybe. Okay, can we use those words? Maybe. I don't love it, but we could. No, it's not It's not something. I, I feel like I had a dream last night about a snake, now that I think about it. Mm. I shouldn't go into that. I don't think you would like that. I would not. Um, yeah, uh, Carolina, Arkansas should be a good time. Uh, and our first uh, conference game of the year. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm still waiting on him to show me i mean he's shown marcus satterfield but i need him to show me that, that he can casually move out of his pocket is in the same talk as anthony richardson right now or stetson bennett or some of these other quarterbacks that had right. a better first week right very fair two other big games at noon uh missouri returns to their old friend kansas state this is a big 12 reunion uh they haven't played th- since uh 2011 uh, Kansas State is favored by seven and a half points uh, mm. in this game. Uh, a lot of people talking Kansas State as a possible dark horse, uh, Big Twelve uh, champion potentially down the road this season. Okay. Uh, so in Missouri, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, pretty good in week one. Um, it, it's nice to go home. I feel like this is a game that should be a conference game. Oh, because yeah. you feel like they should be in the Missouri conference. still has not convinced me. They've been they've been at it for ten years. They still have not convinced me that they should be in the SEC. Yeah, well, it's all um, it's all not going to matter soon. Eli, what does that mean? I mean, like conferences, schmonferences. Conferences, schmonferences. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I did it. Good job. <laughs> um, Eli Drinkowitz last year had his uh. Oh, he had his uh, foot in his mouth, so to speak, when he uh, when they were about to play Boston College, and he was like, "This game sucks. Why are we playing Boston College?" And yeah, his argument his argument was like, "We need to play regional non-conference teams, so it's a recruiting thing, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't recruit Boston, right? Which I mean, makes sense. Who does? I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so they got Kansas State, right? And that makes sense. And and I love I love a non-conference regional rival. Mm. I love it. So like Georgia, why aren't we playing? Um, Florida, Florida State. Mm. Like, that game needs to happen a little bit more. Yeah, um, I agree. South Carolina. Uh, why aren't we playing Clemson? I mean, they haven't shown up for the last five years to play Clemson. Say. Like, why, why can't we make that happen? Right. Uh, so, and another one here uh, happening at 12 noon. Vanderbilt. you got to play Wake Forest. Right? Well, this it game. just feels right. This game could be interesting. Listen, you know my feelings here. I do. Tell me why it's interesting. Well, Wake Forest, they're ranked 23rd. They are. So they're not bad. Right. Um, Went to the uh, ACC championship game last year. Yeah. they. Um, I feel like Vandy and Wake, they're kind of very similar schools in my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have their quarterback, whose name is? Sam Hartman. Thank you. And he was, as we remember, I think we mentioned it a couple times ago, that he very suddenly left the program because of a undisclosed medical issue and said that he was out for the season or out for an undetermined amount of time. Well, like a day or two ago, it turned he's, he's back. Yes. And so he, and they, I don't think they've confirmed he's going to play on Saturday. No, they have. He's they playing. have. Okay. So I think it was something with the blood clot that they've yep. got kind of figured out. I guess they've cleared him to play, but that changes things that he's back. <sighs> yeah. I think it does, but I'm sticking with the Commodores. 
Oh, I have Wake winning that game. Well, good for you. I'm sticking with Vanderbilt. They're they're my team, right? We're gonna start four and zero. I think where who they play next week? They play Northern Illinois. Four and zero, baby. That's all my right. Vanderbilt dream. Give up 31 points to Elon. Nobody cares. All right. I um, think this will be their biggest test if you're wanting them to go four and zero. I totally agree. Uh, SEC Nash or SEC Nation is headed to Nashville for this game. Nice. Yeah, I think that's very cool. Yeah. Right? I would have gone to Kentucky, Florida, but, you know. That is true. What, what can you say, right? I guess they were like, this is the only time we're going to Nashville this year. I guess. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Vanderbilt also, they have, uh, it's not Vanderbilt Stadium anymore. It's called First Bank Stadium. All right. Otherwise known as a small high school stadium in the state of Texas, basically, <laughs> is uh, Vanderbilt Stadium, or now First Bank Stadium, I should mm-hmm. say. Um, so, yeah, Vanderbilt... Look out, right? We've been saying some things about them. We'll, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, four games at noon should be fun. Uh, the 3.30, 4 o'clock window, um, Tennessee Pitt. Yeah. The so Johnny this is Majors a... Bowl. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means. Johnny Majors was a prominent coach of both Pittsburgh and he left Pitt to go to Tennessee. All right. Back in the day. It was pre-Fulmer. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, they Apologies play... to all hardcore <laughs> Tennessee fans. They were like, how does she not? Johnny Majors. How dare you? I mean, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, they played last year, right? They did. At Pitt. At Tennessee. At Tennessee, and mm-hmm. now they're going to be at Pitt. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And last year, tell me what happened. Remind me. Pitt won. Crazy game. 40-something to 30-something. One-score game. Um, Pitt went on to win the ACC. Went to the Peach Bowl. Uh, their quarterback, Kenny Pickett, was Heisman finalist, I believe. So, they lost a lot. Uh, they're, they had a top wide receiver, um, Jordan Addison, who transferred to USC. So uh, they barely beat West Virginia first week. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people are, even though Pittsburgh is ranked higher and is playing at home, it's it's kind of weird because most people are picking Tennessee. And they're favored okay. by six and a half points. Again, on the road against a higher-ranked team. How many times do you see that? That's but, true. That's I wonder why Tennessee. Well, Tennessee's offense is is scary, and like it's 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 one of those things I've talked about it before. Is that if you are an inferior defense, you're going to get swallowed up. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't, if you can hold your own, then I think that Tennessee can be beaten. So that's where I think you're going to see nine and three, eight and four consistently for Tennessee, especially until the the schedule changes when they don't have Bama and Georgia both on the roster. They may end up having both Bama and Georgia on the roster anyway, depending on how the the scheduling works out. So do you have Tennessee winning? I I, I have no winners or losers. You do. You made Over the first week. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I have Tennessee. Don't we have to stick with that? No, it's all wrong now. I picked LSU to be Florida State. I've thrown it in the trash. I actually don't know. Oh, here it is. Yeah, because I, I, I don't really love my picks <laughs> anymore. Uh, I do have Tennessee <laughs> after one winning. Week. Uh, yeah, I, well, I missed two games in the first week because I had Florida losing. Okay. So, in any case, did you have Florida winning? Beat um, Utah? I did. I had everyone winning. So, oh, just LSU. so you just missed one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big homer that you yes. are. Yes. I, I, I decided to start optimistically for Yeah. Everyone. There you go. Uh, so, anyway. Um, yeah, Tennessee Pittsburgh should be high scoring, uh, but I think most people are expecting Tennessee to win that. Uh, in College Station, now this is an interesting one. Appalachian State goes to Texas A&M. Appalachian State scored sixty-three or sixty-one points against North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They scored forty points in the fourth quarter. Wow! They scored six touchdowns in the fourth quarter. 
Okay. What kind of offense are they running? Uh, a good one. Also, they were playing North Carolina's defense, which <laughs> it's not great. Uh, so they they head to College Station. A and M favored by nineteen, mm. uh, which uh, maybe They're seems a little high. Yeah. Well, I mean they they weren't great in the first game. Uh, yeah. As usual, they're kind of vanilla in those uh, non-conference games. Did you hear what Jimbo said about the West Virginia job this week? No. Let me, let me tell you about this. So a reporter asked him about the West Virginia job, mm -hmm. if he'd ever be interested in going home. Sure. So that's where he's from. And he said, you never say never in this business. Home is home. West Virginia is always dear to my heart. I love them, always have, always rooted for them my whole life. And you never say never. I'm happy where I'm at. I love where I'm at. But home is home. Mm, well, that's a door. That's that is. Is there fascinating? Is that job open? It is not. Oh, I didn't think no, so. No, it is so not. Why would they say that? Well, this isn't. I don't think he's going to be leaving next year right. for West Virginia. But it's such an interesting thought. Is like, you know, the, one day you kind of wrap it up at home. It's yeah. a beautiful idea. I love it. I love do it. You? Yeah, the symmetry is beautiful. Do you think Saban's going to do that? He's going home to Kent State. Well, he's from West Virginia, too. I know, but he started so off can, at Kent State. Well, yeah. No, he's not going to go to Kent State. <laughs> so can we get Jimbo and Saban fighting, and who wins takes the West Virginia? Actually, who loses will take the West Virginia job. I think they should just co-coach. Co oh, that's even that's even better. And it's yeah, Jimbo, I mean, the offensive coach, Saban, the defensive coach. Yeah, both head coaches. See how it goes. I think that would be fun. Yes. Um, yeah, this will be an interesting one. Appalachian State uh, will not score 61 points this week. Uh, A&M will, will definitely put the wraps on that. But, you know, that line, that's a lot of points for A&M uh, at, at minus 19 to cover. So, betting with Brittany thoughts for later. But yeah, could, could, be, know, uh, could be an interesting you one. You want to know what my lock of the week is? What's your lock of the week? Here we go. Um, It is that this is going to be the closest game out of all of them. <gasps> that's... Well, that's a strong lock. I mean, you're swinging for the fences. Why not? <laughs> so you're saying of all the games, there will be none that is closer than Appalachian State <laughs> and Texas A&M. That is correct. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll why not? A... Why not shoot for the stars well, here? Yeah. Well, we're we're because if that's right. Well, if that's right, then you win serious props, and yes. and the next episode will be just an appreciation for all your talents. Does this but, mean next episode? Can I just talk about like anything I want to talk about? It, it, that's basically what we have here. That's You're accusing true. me that I limit what you can say. Well, you limited me on how much I could talk about the Queen. And I didn't <laughs> limit you. When did I tell you to stop? And you didn't. I'm just saying I could have a whole podcast on that, if which we can to. do. We can connect. SEC football coaches to British monarchs throughout history. I am all in on that. Okay, in I'll fact, that, that is an amazing idea. Let's do it and figure it out tonight. You want me to write it down under organ speech? Right, write it down <laughs> under organ speech. Okay. And I need to hear everyone's thoughts on who you think Charles II. Mm. Not the third. That's the new guy. Charles II. Okay. Restoration, mid-17th century. Who, who you got? Who's his coach? We got to figure that out. So. Okay. Henry VIII, real quick, who do you think? Oh, Jimbo. Uh, so you can't tell me I'm wrong. Mm, well, yes, I can. <laughs> uh, it's probably Lane Kiffin. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. We'll think about that. Um, there's another game in that 4 o'clock, 3, 3.30, 4 o'clock window. Uh, Georgia playing Samford. 
That's right. This is, I really do feel like and this moving is like a on. little brother. And moving on. Because they're like both the same bulldogs. And moving on. Man, so um, rude. Gosh. I mean, there's, what What do we want to say? Well, that they're both bulldogs, and I feel like they are like, there's some symmetry there. They have the same mascot. Yes. Okay. You want to know how many bulldogs there are out there? There are a few. Mississippi State. Butler. Okay. Oh, you did it! <laughs> hey. Wow, that was really natural, I too. Know. You didn't really waste any time. Okay. So, uh, at night, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. Um, so, there are two uh, FCS opponents or, or competitions, games, whatever you, word you want to call it. Ole Miss hosting Central Arkansas. Uh, Central Arkansas, of course, the home of what famous NBA player? Mm. I just want to hear where you're going to go with this and um, what I think you think is a famous NBA player. Matumbo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, NBA players recently have started becoming like Brazilian soccer players, so they just <laughs> go by one name. Matumbo. Do you know his first name? No. You don't? All I know is he does How did you thing. go? You go with Matumbo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember his first name. Dikembe. Dikembe Matumbo. Dikembe Matumbo. No, no, no. That's all I know from him. Did so, he, was so he that's at what Central you got. Arkansas? He was not. He went to Georgetown. Uh, Scotty Pippen. Oh, okay. Scotty Pippen. That's uh, random. He went to uh, Central Arkansas. Uh, so Central Arkansas headed to Oxford to play the Rebels. Should be a open and shut case. And then, uh, thank God for Southern headed to LSU because the Bengal Tigers, man, after what happened Sunday night, uh, they should be in good shape. Uh, Brian Kelly and his family should be okay against uh, against Southern. Yeah. So we got two other games that matter in that uh, in that seven thirty seven o'clock window, including the big one in Gainesville, probably the biggest one of the day in the SEC. The Kentucky Wildcats yes. come to town. To play Florida. Your thoughts? There's no way this isn't going to be a good game. Okay. I think that um, I think UK will play better in Florida than they would if this was a home game. Okay. That's my hot. That's another hot take I have. Okay. Because Florida was rocking last week. They were. And it was. It's going to be packed. It's a night game. Yeah. There's again a lot of hype. A lot of hype with Florida. More hype with Florida than with Kentucky. Which I think preseason there was more Kentucky hype right. than with Florida. Right. Um again a week one bounce. It, right. You know, it gives us a narrative. And, right. Yep. So Florida's ranked number twelve now. Yeah. Uh-huh. UK's twenty. Right. And I don't know, how are you feeling? Are you already nervous? Oh, terribly. So uh, Are you gonna be able to help me with the children at all? Oh, uh, probably not. No. Okay. You're gonna be on your own. Let us um, all remember last year the UK Florida game. This is when <laughs> Kit decided to. No, no, no. You got to build the story here. Okay. okay. So we're downstairs. We're downstairs watching the game. And this is, you know, Kentucky hasn't beaten Florida at home since like 1930 or something like ridiculous like that. And it's in the the late first half or so. And we hear a thump upstairs. And we're like, well, that's odd. And then we, we realize that Kit has jumped out of her crib and landed on the floor. Right. The newly two-year-old. Yes. The newly two-year-old. Well, yeah. She had just turned two. Just like she yeah. just turned three. Right. That's true. Um, And so Ben pauses the game and comes and helps me. No, he does not. 
I think I helped. I, I took a glance. You did not. I took a I glance. I think I like handed her to you and you like paced with her. That's right. The the and game. she loved it and I calmed her down. But I put her back to bed like four times. And I think we over <laughs> we overreacted a bit to it because the crib was gone the next day. It was. Like, it was a poor. This isn't a parenting podcast, but I wouldn't recommend doing that. Yeah. So and then and then she like slept on the floor for. Uh, about six months on her mattress, people on her mattress. She loved it too. She did. Uh, it was good times for her. So hopefully, we don't have any of that. And then, of course, probably the most I've ever cried after a UK football game was when they won in the swamp four years ago. Yeah. Uh, and that broke the streak, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is uh, this is for a Kentucky fan. This I think there's something about Florida. Uh, that there, there's this invincibility for so long. So it is just, as a Kentucky fan, it's just neat to be in a game in which you're, like, spoken with Florida on, like, a peer level. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. I think if you think about it. Should yeah. be a good game. Um, Anthony Richardson is the real deal, but let's see how real uh, he is. We have to just one game because, you know, Kentucky is very similar to Utah in a lot of ways. Uh, and it was a very close game. Could have gone either way. So, I think Kentucky is going to have to play a little better on the offensive line, which the SEC Network's Roman Harper made a point of, in which he called the Kentucky offensive line soft Ooh, a couple days sound, ago on the Feinbaum like show. Yeah, so that was not, not, not well taken in mm. Lexington. So, we'll see. Mark Stoops will become Kentucky's all-time winningest coach. Nice. With a win, passing uh, a coach by the name of uh, Paul Bryant. Yeah, that is um, – so, and that would – what a win to make that happen. Oh, yeah. Know? I mean, that would be the cool thing. And even if Kentucky wins, if they lose, if they win next week, they'll beat Youngstown State, which is Stoops' hometown. Right. Which, so either way, it's going to be a very cool thing. Uh, let's just also be clear that Paul Bryant is Bear Bryant. Yes. Uh, who coached at Kentucky, if you did not know. Uh, so, again, that should be the best game of the day or maybe the one that will be paid most attention to. But don't sleep on this other game at 7.30. San Jose State going up against Auburn. I will um, definitely be sleeping on You will game. sleep on it because you won't be watching, likely. Uh, it's at 7.30. But, anyway, uh, San Jose State beat Arkansas three years ago mm. for one, uh, 31-24. That was in the midst of the Chad Morris experiment. And then in 2020 – San Jose State won the Mountain West Conference, beating Boise State in the championship game. Quick, who was Boise State's coach in that game? I don't know. Brian Harson. Oh, so we are we meet again. That so, does add, spice things up a little bit. Lock of the week. Here it is. Auburn will win, but by less than two touchdowns. All right. Where is San Jose State? I would say it's in San Jose. Which is in California. Mm-hmm. So make sure. Do you know what their mascot is? They are the Spartans. Why do you know so much about San Jose State? I know where it is and their mascot. I don't feel that's a lot. <laughs> I pay attention to college athletics, and I feel like that's the bare minimum. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, watch that game. Everyone's going to be watching the Swamp. But Auburn, you never know. They got Penn State next week, too. Maybe a little look ahead uh, past San Jose State. So that's my lock of the week. Okay. And then, what do you know? We have a fourth window. Yes. Okay, a little SEC Pac-12 after dark in which the Mississippi State Bulldogs and their fighting cowbells head to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Another brand of Wildcats who got the win first week. Arizona's been terrible 
for a long time, but they looked good last week getting the win over San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they play Mississippi State, uh, who, would, of course, will bring a lot more talent. Um, you got any thoughts on this late kickoff? <clears throat> 11 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. I feel like um, with now with college basketball, I don't know if you do this with college football. I don't think you do. But with college basketball, if Kentucky loses, you're done for the day. You don't watch any more college basketball. It's just you're done. Yeah. I don't think you do that with college football as much. I don't know. But Kentucky doesn't play a lot of early games. early games. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you'll watch this if Kentucky wins. You know, I was actually – or if they lose. Well, if they win, I'm definitely watching it. Right. But if they lose, I don't know. I probably will. Yeah. Uh, it well, depends won't. how the game goes. No, there's no way you're watching at all. Right. Um, I will be lucky to make it through. Well, I need to Kentucky report Florida. for our listeners. Yes. To tell them you about Mississippi State. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have originally Arizona winning this game. <sighs> okay. Are you switching? No, I'm going to stick with it. That's a good call. Yeah. I'm going to stick with it. I like it. Um, I know nothing about Arizona. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Honestly, I think of Arizona Wildcats. I think of High School Musical. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> So that's a pretty good call. That's that's about my knowledge of Arizona and how good they are. I like that. I like that. Um, I, I have a new segment for us. Okay. It's called Mike Leach's musings. Okay. Uh, it has, has some of his answers to questions at press conferences. Uh, I believe it's one of their backup quarterbacks, Chance Loverich. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably said that wrong, but whatever. He got engaged. Oh, nice. So congrats. It looks like he got engaged on the field after their win uh, last week. Uh, so the reporter was like, do you have any advice for him? And, uh, can I read you Mike Leach's, uh, music? I think I need word for word. My best advice is to make sure you'd like to do it after the season, but there's no reason to torture yourself. First advice, elope. Just eliminate all the family input and aggravation. How's this going so far? About, about what I'm expecting. Okay. Uh, the constant change of planning weddings, the anxiety and pressure that leads people to divorce before they start. Second, if you're not going to elope, let's get it done by the off week. You can honeymoon it up during the off week. That's kind of that's a good idea. Sure. Um, once you make that decision, you have to get that deal in play and hang out with your friends and do all the things you did that she fell in love with you with, and, and because there's nothing worse than two people getting married. Try to act all domesticated because they think it's how married couples should act and old people behave. It's the most bogus, boring stuff ever. Hopefully they don't resort to that or stoop to that or vicariously drift in that direction because others do. Wow. I feel like he had this locked and loaded. Like, I feel like he's given a lot of advice to young men. Mike Leach is never short of thought on any subject. That's true. Um, He also was asked about what he remembers about playing at Arizona. Because mm-hmm. he was Washington State's coach for a long time, so mm-hmm. he played there a lot. He said, "We usually won in Tucson. Obviously, it's a nice stadium, and there's a bunch of people screaming and hollering. The visiting locker room is okay." Just, I love him. I know. <laughs> so, great. I know. Uh, so that is our new segment called Mike Legis Musings. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. Like so it. that's it. That's the schedule. That's the slate. It's going to be a fun week, but we got to close with a little betting with Brittany. All right. So I'm going to – let's do this. You pick three games, and then I will tell you the line, and we'll uh, we'll jot down to see 
how you call uh, the predictions. All right, let's do. And just um, so you know, the the games against FCS opponents, there is no line. Okay, let's do South Carolina, Arkansas. Okay. Um. Uh, UK, Florida. Okay. And uh, Tennessee, Pitt. All right. So let's start South Carolina, Arkansas. It is a line of Arkansas uh, minus eight. Mm-hmm. So as a reminder for everyone else. Not you, of course. Not me, of course. Uh, so <laughs> that, that means that Arkansas, they think that Arkansas is going to win by eight points. Right. So you have to pick whether or not you think they'll win by more than eight or less than eight. Oh, okay. So I'm going to pick Arkansas. You're going to pick Arkansas. Yes. So uh, you expect Arkansas to cover. Okay. So that they're going to go uh, and win by more than eight points. Okay. Uh, the next game you picked is Tennessee Pitt. Tennessee six and a half point favorite. Okay, and I'm going to call Pitt. Okay, so you expect Pitt to uh, lose by six and a, or six points or less, or no. win the game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you, what, are, what is that called? Pitt covers. So yeah, Pitt covers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if you pick Pitt to win, you would say Pitt with a money line. Right, so, right. Uh, but we're not doing money lines. No, well, no. You're just saying Pitt won't lose by a touchdown or more. Right. Uh, and the last one, Florida minus six. Um, I, You know, I have UK winning this my preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to pick Florida, though. To cover? To cover. I know, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just real you. hyped on them. Yeah, okay. Well, and you know how I feel re- about Will Levis. I'll, re- I'll remind you how hyped you are on Florida and the last weekend in October. Mm-hmm, I know. And we'll see how <laughs> you're. Quickly, we'll see how you're picking there. I will quickly change my tune. Um. So I think we've learned tonight that Dikembe Mutombo was the greatest NBA legend of all time. <laughs> um. Rest in peace to the Queen. Uh. And I thought you were gonna say rest in peace to him. I was. He did not die. He did not die. Calm down. Someone else died today, and I was like, they are totally going to get ignored. Who else died? Well, anything that happens is going to be ignored from today. Who else died this morning? I I don't know. Somebody else died. Let me look. Just talk for a minute. Um, Well, we can talk more about the Queen and how it's going to be King Charles III. Um, and everybody's, it's been very swiftly said that, that that's the name. Cause you know, you get to choose your own monarch name and he's going to keep his. So it's going to be King Charles. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Google and ask who died today. <laughs> it's just going to be the queen. <laughs> no, it's going to be more than that. Who died today? Well, there's the queen. Uh, Bernard Shaw, the CNN anchor, oh. the original CNN anchor. Well, you know, you know what they say about journalists: never be the part of the story, right? Yeah, there you go. So he he was in it till the end, I guess. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, we'll do another obituary report later as well. I guess so. Um, yeah, that's good. Okay, I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been you, me, and the SEC. Bye.